You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It does feel like it has a little bit of a new kid in school thing, right? Where you're trying. To like fit in with us, which is which we appreciate, but we're also being a little bit of mean girls, like Lindsay Lohan a little bit and Rachel McAdams occasionally. You guys have been pounding on me for the last two days. I actually, my girlfriend last night, she said, you know, I was listening to the show. They're mean, those two. They're mean to you. <laughs> You're mean, LZ. That's what they want. I'm just giving the people what they want. Well, I listen to. I listened to Chris's intro, you know, all the imaging's like, oh, Scott, he's going to rile things up, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just trying to play along. Yeah. So I don't get and, fined. And, and the other thing is this, is that we also are trying to toughen you up a little bit. I understand that. It does seem, though, it does feel like somebody is standing behind us trying to push each other into a fight, doesn't it? Oh, it's Chris Morales every day, but that's what he is. He is a provocateur by nature and by yeah. trade. Like, yeah. do you How not dare know you give him a fancy name like that? Oh, well, that's true. He probably doesn't deserve that. That's for <laughs> no, sure. But he's a pot stirrer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's <laughs> more go. of a pot stirrer. There you go. Yeah. How dare you make a highbrow? Yeah. Comes to Morales. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what he is. So I mean, that there's that. Um, but he does that to stoke the flame a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, he does. I mean, he does it to Mason all the time. I mean, if you listen to the Mason imaging, I mean, it's just literally I'm going to mess with Mason for three hours, you know? So I like so it. That's what he's doing here. It's fun. That's what he's doing here. It's fun. So, um, so fun. Now, I think it's fun mm-hmm. what happened yesterday, but apparently if you look at Lakers' Twitter, they were not having fun. And look, I, I am okay with a little drama, okay? And, and people people get mad at me when I say this, Scott and LZ. And LZ, you know this more so because we've worked together for so long. I, I'm okay with a little drama in my life when it comes to my sports teams. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't always have to be perfect. They don't always have to dominate. Like, I actually like it when it's a little competitive, you know, or, you know, last night I thought it was going to be a blowout. And I was like, whoa, I, well, I may be right, but just in the wrong direction. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's a lot of talk today, a lot of chatter. I was on Around the Horn today. I saw First Take today. I saw PTI today. I saw all these shows, right? You watch a and, lot of TV today. And Mason and Ireland were talking about – everybody's talking about the Lakers and OKC and the three straight overtimes. It hasn't happened since 1991. And James Worthy was asked about it, and he said, that was too long ago. I don't even remember in the post game. But the whole point is everyone is freaking out here uh, in one way, shape, or form. But – LZ, I'm not really freaking out, but but I feel like you ha- feel that there are some levels to this and levels of concern. Listen, I don't know a lot of stuff, but I do know ball. <laughs> and I was ringing the bell early because I could see it building. Ever since, and I'm going to I'm going to put it on us, George. Mm-hmm. Ever since we said the Lakers were becoming boring, we did say because that, yes. they were handling their business a little too effectively, yeah, and yeah too efficiently. Mm-hmm. They haven't had a stretch like that since. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, it's been the exact opposite. Yeah. So I say we have some sort of sage-induced seance or something to reverse <laughs> you, the curse. You want to re- invite Kyrie over? Is that what you want to do? I, I want to go back to when they were boring. 
Oh, no, LeBron, I kind of like LeBron this. LeBron was resting in the fourth quarter where, you know, we had comfortable 20-point leads and we're building them because THT was able to get more playing time. I'm realizing we had it good because what's happening right now is not good. These you are, know that these, they're winning, right? This is not right? a good stretch. This the, is not a good stretch. But 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 they're winning, right? You but know, so you know, who, you you know what? They are winning, but there are different ways to win that informs you how they're going to win going forward. And a double overtime win against the Detroit Pistons. Okay, that was the one off. That was the acceptable one off. Like, oh, you're playing a bad team. You're not really focused. But hey, whew, we came through. Right, and now I ended up watching that bad Denzel movie because of it. Sure I think that they were blowing him out. But now our one-offs have become the norm. Mm. That's what I'm concerned with. So, 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 okay, I just want to make sure I'm clear. Because it's like six out of seven games now. It's recency bias. Come on. Can I just make sure I'm clear? It's six out of seven games. Wait, hold on. Can I just jump in for one second and understand something here? Atlanta, they beat Atlanta, okay? Then they beat Denver. Then they blew out Denver, okay? Then they, then they. They had to go to double overtime against Detroit. Right. Okay. Then a double overtime against Oklahoma City where they won. Mm-hmm. And then, then they get to last night where they've got to go to overtime again. And they win. And they keep winning. And they're winning every single night. So I, it's not beautiful. They're right. not blowing Scott. people out. Yeah, LeBron's Scott. not sitting there with his sliders on with Scott. seven minutes to go in the fourth yeah. quarter. But they're winning. Where's Jared Goff right now? Where's yeah, Jared Goff right now? But that's not the same, where LZ. Is, where is Jared Goff right now? NFL Siberia. I'm trying he's to think about Detroit. where he's at. Yeah. Why is he in Detroit? Because it wasn't because he wasn't winning. Because no one besides Tom Brady has won more than Jared Goff. So it wasn't simply because he was winning. My point being is there's different kinds of wins. And what we're seeing right now aren't the kinds of wins that gives fans confidence in a repeat. That's why Twitter is upset. That's the reason why you've heard this be a number one topic. Because we know from our own eyeballs that the way they're playing now against inferior talent is not forming this sort of championship medal that it's going to take in order to get over the hump when those games are now against the Nets and against the Sixers and higher caliber teams. Let me, what if let, I, what, what's ahead, the Scott. flip side? What, what's the, here's the flip side. The flip side is you're down by 20. And you ultimately come back and win. And Boom. you don't have Anthony Davis. And right. you don't have Caruso, who's right. a role and, player. And they don't have nine players. So what's your point? <laughs> here's my point. My point is is that you're building the calluses of winning. You're winning close games rather than losing to inferior talent. You're not winning pretty, but you're still getting the job done. That's really my point. Well, and here's what I would say, okay? There Let's were, adjudicate here, please. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like every year, every team, championship or not, goes through a stretch where you're like, hmm, I don't know, it's not feeling good. But when you're a championship team, okay, you know the effort that it takes to win the actual championship. Now, look, I'm not saying that I think that Flipping a switch per se is a good thing all the time. You do need to build some habits. But to your point, LZ, they had the habits early on. But look, last year, I can look at different parts of the schedule, okay, when they hadn't even won a championship yet, okay, and they lost four in a row 
to the Pacers, the Bucks, the Nuggets, and the Clippers. And I remember back then, people were like, uh-oh, they're not good enough to beat the good teams. They're in trouble. This ain't going to happen. Forget about it. And I just feel like I am, while I like a little drama, I do think, selfishly, because it's good for the show, uh, I do think that you do have to understand in the context of, in this season, 72 games, not everything is going to be roses and rainbows. But they're winning. Right. But they are winning still. Yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, I feel like you guys are the ones that have to prove your point, considering all of sports media is on my side right now. So you go ahead on that rock. And you put your flag there. I'm good. And you, you make I'm your case. I'm good with that. I made that case These... earlier today. Like, do I think LeBron should sit a few minutes? Yeah, sure. I'd actually take some L's if it meant resting LeBron a little bit. Now, good luck trying to tell LeBron to sit. Because if there's one thing LeBron hates more than anything, outside of not one, not two, not three, is talking to him about having to rest. So, like, good luck. I wouldn't want to be Frank Vogel in that conversation. Well, well I, I think the real reason why it's upsetting, at least – you know, to those of us who watch the Lakers consistently, is that we know part of the reasons why we're in these close games. Our three-point three point percent shooting has gone down since that great stretch we had. Um, the fact that our lack of size um, is starting to hurt us because the longer the season goes on, the worse Marc Gasol looks beyond 15 minutes, and we're just a quarter of the way through. Um, so that, that's an issue. And Obviously, health, but with AD as well as Caruso. So when you have Michael cuts like that, eventually, if you don't stop them from bleeding, you will bleed out. And I know one micro cut won't do it, two micro cuts won't do it, but if you keep slicing, slicing away, eventually you're going to cause some damage. I know, I get it. Very graphic. I'm not disputing like that. Those things. I'm not saying they're insignificant. Okay, so don't don't misinterpret what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. I don't think they're insignificant, but I don't think that it's going to end up being the tell-all, telltale sign, right? Because, hell, go back even more recently. They went 3-5 and in the regular season portion of the bubble. And do you remember those conversations heading into the playoffs? Can't shoot, can't shoot, can't shoot three-pointers, can't shoot. They're in trouble. Uh Uh-oh, they got to face Portland. Portland's hot. Uh-oh, that poor man, CJ and Dame. Even, you, you were on that train, LZ. I'm still on that Dame. train. Still on that train. That's still is a good team. They are, CJ and Dame going to beat him or going to make it close. And eh, it was close like one or two games. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not freaking out over a little bit of a stretch where they're not playing so hot. Although they're winning. They're winning. They're yes, winning. thank you. I mean, I just, listen, I got it. Stylistically speaking, when you're a really good team and you're playing against an undermanned, less, I mean, not good team, um, you're, we think you're supposed to blow them out. I mean, George, last night, I think you said before we got off the air, last night, they were 12 and a half point said. favorites, yes. yeah. and it's, it's going to be a blowout time. And I think a lot of people expected the same thing given the effort they had to put out the night previous to that. Um, but to me, actually, I think LZ's got some, some valid points, though, about, about how – you, you're not going to get much from Marcus Gasol. You know, in the offseason when they got him, it was like, oh, great, yeah, wow, big guy, shoot a little bit, pass, you know, can rebound. But reality is you're not really going to get that much from him. So, Or at least we haven't really seen it yet. So I understand some concerns, but I just, I just keep coming back to this is LeBron. 
He'll play 42 if he has to. He'll play 46 if he has to. He doesn't seem to be bothered by it. He's superhuman. He's a freak of nature. He wants to win more than anybody. And you know what? He kind of looks like he's having a good time because, man, he was given that last effort till the very last minute and that defensive play he made at the end. I mean, people talk about his minutes. I'm like, forget it. Play him. Let him. You play him. Let him play. It's his team. Um, well, look, I, that's where I will push back. Now, I, I know that – here's the thing. You're not going – you're going to have a really hard time convincing LeBron to sit for a number of reasons, okay? Um, number one, he's always going to want to play. Like, that's just his always default mode. He is the guy that wants to play. Number two, I, he wants to win the MVP. And, by the way, sitting has been used against him in the past for the, his MVP case, okay? So, which I think was silly, okay? And, but I still think there's a happy medium here. If you look at the last four or five MVPs, they've played in, at the very least, 86% of their games. So to get to that level, LeBron could still miss nine or ten games and still win the MVP and have played, quote-unquote, enough games in comparison to the rest of the previous field. So I just think you have to find a way to balance that stuff out. Yes, he wants to play, but I think that's a valid concern is LeBron's minutes. Um, LZ, like, I know you have several of these concerns, just kind of big picture with this team. I mean, absolutely. I I think that there are three issues that Frank and his staff need to navigate as we head towards the postseason. First and foremost is, how do you feel about the number one seed? Because if you don't secure the number one seed, then there's a good chance you might be facing a team like the Clippers in the second round. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that a lot of Laker fans like going, so what? They're the Clippers. They're the Clippers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But you would much rather face them in the Western Conference Finals than in the Correct. second round. A million percent agree. Yes. Number two, we've already touched on the minutes of LeBron James, the accumulative effects of that. Sure, he's great in February playing 40 minutes, but you're going to play him 40 minutes for the rest of February and through March? and then wonder what's going on in April. Like, <laughs> at a certain point, you do need to pull back and get him back under uh, a nice, comfortable average so that he is able to rev it up to the next level once we get closer to the postseason. And then number three is the health question, particularly with Anthony Davis and his Achilles. You know, if you rest him too long and put number one seed in jeopardy, would it matter if he's healthy but you're eliminated early or if he's not healthy, but you make it to the Western Conference Final. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a balancing act that he needs to handle. And I also want to throw in Caruso in there, too. I know that he's not on the level of Anthony Davis, but that doesn't mean that his value to this team isn't very high. Okay. Right, so, yeah, I just want to just suck, Let's do this. I want to soak that in, George. I got three areas of concern. Did I hear that right? Uh, yep. Okay. Seating, LeBron's minutes, AD's health. Yes. Now I got to contemplate. Okay, let's do this. On the other side, we will pick which one of those concerns concerns us the most. And while we're at it, hit us up right now. 877-710-ESPN. Which one is the biggest concern of those three for you? Is it LeBron's minutes? Is it the seating? Is it the health of Anthony Davis? Which one of those three, and you can only pick one, is the most concerning to you? Having AD healthy? monitoring LeBron's minutes, or the seeding, where they're seated in the Western Conference. 877-710-ESPN, 
877-710-3776. Don't forget at 430, we got a new name. We're going to give that person a chance to win $360 today. If you haven't registered, do so. Text the word MISSION to 40705. So we'll get your calls on the other side on which of these three concerns is most concerning to you at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We'll break. We'll be back in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's okay, LZ. We've been grinding for four years. It's all good. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I feel this. Oh, man. Sedano, LZ, a cap with you here. If you haven't registered yet to try to win 360 bucks, we're going to announce a name at 430, so in about 13 minutes, you can do so by texting the word MISSION. That's M-I-S-S-I-O-N to this number, 40705. That's, That's my jam right there. 40705. What's your jam? This one, Burn, right Baby Burn, Disco this, Inferno? Disco Inferno, man. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm just feeling right, you know, like mostly when my feet feel really good, um, I'll just hear this song in my head, and I'll just have a strut to my walk, and I just hear it, you know? There, there are some songs that do that, right? Although I feel like staying alive, uh, you know, I could see that being like one of your jams too. LZ, like, are you surprised walking. that this is my song? Like when I come busting in and I'm like, yo, what's up? I'm in the house. Like this is the song that's going on in my head. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm surprised it's not the Tina Turner version though. <laughs> I don't know the Tina Turner version. It's the same song. It's just got Tina. I like Tina. She's she's pretty good. She's she's nominated for the Hall of uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame finally. Is she really? Her, which is ridiculous. Yeah, you thought she'd been in a long time ago. I don't even understand this. The, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is like worse than a baseball Hall of Fame. It really is really bad. <laughs> At no least they're gonna have reason. a class this year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just it's just LL Cool J is also nominated. So I was like, how in the hell is LL and Tina Turner in the same class? Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, you know what yeah. song does that and Jay-Z. for me? Oh, it's Jay-Z? That's oh. even worse. Wow. It's not LL Cool J. It's Jay-Z. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's even worse. Yeah. Um, Jay-Z does the, has, a, has a number of songs like that that I feel like I'd like to just kind of like be like a movie soundtrack to me just walking down the street. Like, what was the song, the name of the song, <coughs> excuse me, what was the name of the song that he did for the American Gangster soundtrack with Denzel Washington? Uh, that was, um... Is that Blue Magic? No, that's the one he did with Frank Ocean, right? And Kanye? Yeah. No Church for the Blind? No... Oh, I, uh, I don't remember the name of the song right for now. The blind? But e- no Church for the Blind? No e- church either way, the that song. No da, Church da, da, in the Wild. Da, 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 no da, Church da, in the Wild. Da, 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 da. Oh, wait. No, you're singing another song. No, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. No church in the wild. You're doing another song. Rock boys. There we go. Yeah, that's the one. 
Rock Boys. Yeah. Oh, Brionis just texted me. Rock Boys. Yes, it is Rock Boys. There we go. Um, so, yeah, that's the song. Like, that song plays, I feel like that should be, like, the soundtrack. Like, I remember watching that movie back in, like, 2007 or whatever it was, and I was like, yo. And, and that's exactly what was happening. Denzel was walking down the street, and that was the song playing. <laughs> well, and I was song- like, yo, that song is dope, and that is exactly what everyone should feel like when they're walking down right, the street. Right, and, and, and Disco Inferno... If you remember the movie, what's the name of the movie with Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray, um, the bowling movie? Uh, oh, Kingpin. Kingpin. When when he comes when when uh, he comes walking into the bowling alley, like in the opening scene of the movie, that's when Disco Inferno is playing, and he's walking in slow motion, and so that's how I feel. That's funny. All right. I understand. I understand. I, yeah. Have you guys heard that uh, Jay Z and Nipsey cut? I have not. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fire. I don't know. I don't know if there's a version we could play. <laughs> no. Then fire? yeah. <laughs> Fire? <laughs> yeah, Laura says no. Laura says there is no. All right, so we were talking earlier. We got people on hold, and we want to. We got to get th- through them quickly because we want to make sure the lines are open for the 4:30 contest for someone to try to win $360 in cash. And again, if you want to win that, register right now. Text the word mission to 40705. So mm. we were talking about the Lakers, and we identified three areas of concern. LZ had them. Um, are you concerned most about their seating, their positional seating in the Western Conference? Are you most concerned about LeBron's minutes, which is a big topic of conversation in the zeitgeist today? Or AD's health and overall well-being? Which is the most important? Which is the most concerning? 877-710-ESPN. Uh, quickly, quickly, so we can go to the calls. I'm going to go with AD because I think if AD's healthy, because I feel like Le- LeBron is a robot as long as you manage him a little bit. You're fine. I'm not saying that the other two are not important, but I'm saying of those three, if I had to pick one that's most important, I'm going AD. LZ, which one are you going? I'm going LeBron's minutes. Okay. Um, Scott? So my gut tells me AD, but because I don't think LeBron's minutes are a really big concern, but right. you guys both took AD and LZ. Well, AD and, and LB, Jay. Um, I'm not really that concerned about the seating at all either. I guess I'll just go with you. You can go with health. AD. That's I'll fine. You and I can be on the same team yeah, once. Nah, it's okay. Hey, I know, but go. I was yeah. I just I guess I'll go with LZ's AD's a health. big boy. He can handle it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm you know, just boy. because LZ and I have been on the same team a lot since the start of the show doesn't mean that we can. We have been on the opposite ends of it plenty. Like we're okay like that. We're, we're absolutely. Good. Yeah. And listeners, be sure to tune into the poll, which is on the ESPN Los Angeles Twitter account right now. Let us know your thoughts. And that poll is brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're ever injured in an accident, call Sweet James Accident Attorneys. Available 24-7. Visit SweetJames.com. Phil in the LBC. Phil, what's up? Hi. Hey. Well, thanks for taking my call. I definitely, um, Of those three choices, I'm in the AD camp. And also, can I make a comment about these close wins at home? I don't think there's a problem with it. Because at home, these are empty arenas. I think some days the energy's not there. If that was a packed house last night, I think they would have probably blown them out in a lot of these close games. So I think, and, and they're winning. And also, it gives them great practice to close out close games. There you go. So, there, so it's, I think it's up and up, and I think they're just fine. That's a smart Thanks. caller right there. That Phil's smart right there. You hear that, LZ? <laughs> that Phil guy is smart. I didn't say he wasn't smart. No. Well, he just agreed with everything I said, so I thought he was smart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me let's go to Victor at Bakersfield. Victor, what's up? Hey guys, how you guys doing? Hey, excellent, Victor. Hey, listen, Victor. I'm worried about AD. He's never played a whole year, never. 
okay? Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest concern. I mean, he hasn't. That is true. If you look at Anthony Davis's statistics historically, okay, um, he has never played 82. Now, look, most guys don't play 82 anymore. Like, let's be real. Um, but he played uh, 64, 67, 68, 61, 75, 75, 56, 62. The, uh, I'm sorry, 56 was the last year in New Orleans. However, he sat a lot of those games because he just wanted to get traded. Um, and then 62 last year with the Lakers, but they didn't play all the games. Uh, but he didn't play any. He, didn't, he still missed like 10 or so. And then he's played already 21 this season and missed a handful. So that is a, a, that's why. Like, I'm a big believer, and LZ, you've heard me say this a million times, the biggest predictor of future injury is past injury. So mm-hmm. that's why that one concerns me the most. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying AD isn't a concern. But I am concerned about the MVP of our team first. And if we believe LeBron James is the MVP this season and we mm-hmm. feel he was robbed last season, I guess yes. by default, mm-hmm. he's the MVP of the team. So that's the reason why I'm picking him. Right. Your MVP needs to be as close to 100% as possible. And not that AD is not important. It's just that sure. I'm focusing on the eight, on the MVP. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get that. I get that. Um, but, you know, Scott, did you, know, did you realize that he had never played a full season and like that – like that – this is the thing. Like, when we talk about – and, you know, Elsie brought it up the other day, that right leg has now had multiple injuries. Like, LeBron, even as great as he is, he can win you some games. Hell, people forget – like, Scott, think back to LeBron in 2018, the last time he was in the finals before this past season. The last time he was there with Cleveland. You know, Kyrie was gone, right? He was literally playing with his best players as, like, J.R. Smith, Kevin Love, and George Hill, Right? And in game one of the NBA Finals against the Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson Warriors, he went for a 50-burger, okay, <laughs> in game one and had J.R. Smith not pulled one of the most, like, insane, like, now, now, bumbling now, moments in NBA history. Start with, George, start with George Hill first. Well, George Hill missed a free throw. But there people we go. Miss fr- people miss free throws, okay? Um but J.R. Smith, not knowing the time, was like Bill Buckner-esque, okay? I, I'm, def- I'm going to defend J.R. Smith because he wasn't even supposed to get that rebound to begin with. It was remarkable that and he got, got that an offensive rebound there. Against Kevin Durant. Right. Who's like, what, eight inches taller than him or something? Right, right. but LeBron broke his hand, allegedly, uh, allegedly. reportedly, in I, the I locker think, room yeah. because J.R. did not know the time. And, of course, the most famous meme uh, in LeBron's career is him with his two arms pointing at JR going like, ah, what, what are you the doing? hell? <laughs> yes. I, maybe I just have this perception, but I just feel like LeBron can carry. You know, and I think with AD being out right now, um, I think, and I actually thought the caller made a really good point. You know, without the fans and without the energy, um, you know, maybe they're not as hyped, and and maybe they are playing down to lesser teams with beat up maybe. rosters, yeah. and and I think that the good news in all of this is that they are winning. And LeBron, listen, I, I saw what Dennis Schroeder said that LeBron is loving this. He's actually having a really good time. He likes all these overtime games. Oh, wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. See, this is where I'm going to pull the LeBron decoder out on you. Okay, okay? Let's, let's have it. All right, because he's let's throwing do that. shade. That's what he's doing. Let, let's do that on the other side. Let's All do right. that on the other side because we got a break. 
Um, those of you on hold, we're going to have to get rid of you for a second, and we can <laughs> come back to have this discussion about the three concerns and which one's most concerning to you. But we are going to announce a new name, and we are going to see if someone can win $360. We're going to do that next, and I will decode that teammate language about LeBron in just a few moments. We'll get to that. Coming up, Sedano, LZ, and Cap, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, Chris, today's name is Rob Hill from Riverside. Out there in the IE, that's Rob Hill from Riverside. So Rob Hill from Riverside, your mission is to call us back within 20 minutes at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. If you call within the allotted 20 minutes, which means you can call until 451 you can you will win $360 in cold hard cash en efectivo and qualify to win 1800 bucks everyone that knows rob hill in riverside you need to call his behind and tell him to call 877710espn 877710376 cuz the rest of southern california and the southland is rooting against him so that's the that's the deal Brought to you by Sweet James Acting Attorneys. Visit SweetJames.com. It's the Mission 18 Cash Giveaway. Your chance at 180 bucks a day. And the grand prize of $1,800. BPN. Sedano, LZ, Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. So we will wait for Rob Hill. From Riverside to try to call us before 451 to win 360 bucks in cash. All he's got to do is call 877-710-ESPN. So, Cap, before we went to break, we were talking about the Lakers and the overtime games, and you made reference to Dennis Schroeder in the postgame. Now, would you like to repeat for the audience who may or may not have been listening to what Dennis Schroeder said about LeBron and the overtimes. Well, what I read was him saying, hey, LeBron's telling us he's having a great time out there. He's having fun. Likes it. Getting himself into shape. Yeah, good. Likes overtime. And I'm sitting there reading those comments going, seems reasonable to me. You know, I mean, you're playing with your pals. Um, LeBron shows up at these press conferences. He says things like, hey, I didn't even know we were on a winning streak. I show up every couple days. I play. I give you what I got. And then I see him play until the very last second, making a huge defensive play. And I'm thinking to myself, I could buy that. Maybe he is having a good time. What's the problem here, George? So I'm going to tell you something I like to call the LeBron decoder. And there it is. See, there you hear it right there. Um, LZ and I have played the LeBron decoder game over the years a few times. Uh, Actually, the originator, I believe, of the LeBron decoder was myself and Amin back in the day when we used to host the ESPN NBA podcast many, many years Mm -hmm. ago when LeBron was in Cleveland. But uh, I since brought it over. I bought the rights, and LZ and I have have had it for the last four. LeBron Uh, doesn't have the rights to the LeBron decoder? You, you can share the rights with us, yes. Oh. You now have a sharing. Uh, you, you own a piece of the LeBron decoding rights. So okay. the LeBron decoder is this. While he may say something, it don't mean he always means something. Right, LZ? 
Absolutely. Bruh, I'm telling you right now, Dennis, <laughs> if your ass plan on being here for championship time, trust, he is not happy with all these overtimes, playing 46 minutes, 44 minutes, 42 minutes. He's not happy. He's not. I, I am not normally the body language police, okay? Um, I am not the uh, the president or the dean of BLU, Body Language University, but I I do I have covered LeBron. No, I never I don't ever like to say I know LeBron because I don't know LeBron. Um, I've covered LeBron for a very long time, so I have seen a lot of the different iterations of the LeBron decoder, of the LeBron passive aggressive, and of LeBron's body language. And when he missed that shot. Um, that, you know, he got he got that shot to try to win the game, and the pass wasn't, you know, skipped to him, right? Um, you know, like, he missed the shot. Like, there are things that, are, that you can see that there are small levels of frustration, as there would be with any human being in those situations. Um, but, you, look, here's the thing. LeBron wants to play every game, as we talked about. But what LeBron would prefer is to keep his minutes down to 32 minutes, as LZ alluded to earlier. And the best way to do that, LZ, is how? Take care of business against the squirrely team so that he can sit in the fourth quarter. Correct. So while he may say that, Cap, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it keeps me in good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be believing that if you're in that locker room for too long. You got to take care of business and make sure you keep your end of the bargain as the alleged most deep team, alleged deepest team he's played on while here with the Los Angeles Lakers. So that's that's saying, all I'm saying. So you're so let me just understand this. So so yes. when when Dennis Schroeder mm-hmm. says to the media, Dennis the Menace, as LeBron likes to call him, mm-hmm. when when he says to the media, you know, hey, I'm talking to LeBron actually. See, he'll he'll talk to me. And uh, and by the way, he does know you, George. He knows that black turtleneck that you like to rock. Mm. You know. Mm. Looked at that thing like, look at that thing. Very Dwayne Johnson of you. Mm. And when when LeBron says this to Dennis, hey, I'm having a good time out there, man. And Dennis is like, well, I've only been playing with the guy for like, you know, 25 games now. <laughs> so I just I just took what he said at face value. Sorry, guys. I thought I thought he was just having fun. My bad. He first of all, Scott, when he tells you he didn't notice they were on a winning streak, bruh, he knew they were on a winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it wasn't worth buzzing his chops about. But the player who can go back and recap what happened in the third quarter of a game 10 years ago certainly knows his team is on a winning streak this season. All right? So that's one. Okay. Two, he was already letting you and some of his teammates know, I'm not happy with all these extra minutes. When he told you last week, hey, I'm 36. Or, you know, I don't want to be doing all this overtime. I, my heart can't handle it. And he was jokey, jokey. Uh-huh. But he was also saying, uh-huh. yo, mm-hmm. <laughs> why am I out here playing 40-some minutes at 36 years old in February against this sub-500 team? That is, uh, this is where I go, aha, aha, like so in Coming is, to America in the barbershop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this is, the, this is the LeBron, let me motivate my teammates through master media manipulation. Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, it's not even master media. I mean, he's been around for almost twenty years now. If you, if you, if you need this radio show to tell you the real deal, you just haven't been paying attention at this point. I just Cause, think it's because he's been that, doing it so often. Oh man, Scott, I, I just, I Scott, go back, to, do yourself a favor, do yeah, yourself a favor right now, go ahead. Do your, right now, go ahead. Text, oh, excuse me, not text. 
Um, you want me to text Google, LeBron? Google the phrase LeBron, Kevin Love, fit in <laughs> or fit out. There you go. Just, just Google that, okay? We are going to take a break because we have to break anyway, okay? And we will, on the other side, get your thoughts on that. Just Google that while we're in the break. LeBron and Love, Kevin. LeBron, Kevin Love, LeBron Kevin James, <laughs> fit in or fit out, okay? And just... I am gonna. That was back in 2014 or whatever it was, like one of the biggest stories in the NBA. And it's it's that's that's our man. Like and, and look, he's got his ways. Everybody does things differently, right? Yep. Absolutely. And and that's his way. And you know he has adapted. He has gotten I think less passive aggressive over the years. But sometimes you know he does some stuff. And, uh, you know, it, you just got to take it for what it's worth because he's the greatest player I've ever seen play basketball. And that's that's how he gets his guys going. Yeah. Um, so I ain't going to knock him because this worked more times than, yeah. than Jordan than just not. punches them in the face. So that could work too, I guess. Right, exactly. Jordan punched Steve Kerr. That's not He's not doing that at least. You know what but, I'm saying? But he it, but it was a smaller guy. He didn't punch Dennis in the face. He, he definitely over, did not punch he Dennis. He went to the hotel and asked Dennis to come over nicely. But he right. punched Steve Kerr in the face. Yes. He took him out of the room with Carmen Electra. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like There was difference. But So Google that. Let's All do that right, on the other God. side. Let's do that. Let's do that on the other side. Plus, we are looking for Rob Hill from Riverside. Rob Hill from Riverside, you have 12 minutes to call us till 451. You got to call 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. If you call us before by 451, you win 360 bucks. If you don't, it rolls over to $540. Show me the money. And if you want to register to win either 180 tomorrow if Rob calls in or 540 if he doesn't text the word mission to 40705 that's the word mission to 40705 we go down lebron memory lane with cap and lz and yours truly in just a moment now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Yeah, there we go. Now I'm walking. I'm strutting. This is what I'm strutting to. You got to strut to this, right, LZ? Yeah, I got a groove to this. Come on, Cap. To this. this, you got to strut to this. It's slightly slow for me. Just slightly slower than Disco Inferno. Slow? Disco Inferno was faster. Were you running? See, okay. No, no, I was, no, just I was, I was say, actually yeah. moving in slow motion, but I was yeah. moving in slow motion to the faster song. But a strut, this has a. Keep it going, Lord. This by has. Michael Mann? Yeah, this has a, a strut beat to it, like, mm. Bounce. bounce, bounce. I have an I have an affinity for funky guitar. Yeah, That's my theme music. So I like a yeah, and and the 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 brass right that you got going I here. I, I like a horn section. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah, you know, like, like disco inferno is like too fast. Like That's disco. I, I, see, I think this is also a cultural difference here. Like, let's explore this for a second, um, because you know. 
there is, uh, you know, cultural differences uh, between all you're of us. You're trying to say you don't have any rhythm. Is what I you're mean, to perhaps, say. <laughs> you know, Latino sorry. people sorry. Sorry and black weird. people have a certain rhythm to themselves, you know? <laughs> but white men can't jump. We I'm it. not saying they <laughs> no, no, do no. or don't. because Bergman Tom su- Chambers already proved that you can, so Correct. it's all good. And Bergman surprised me. I didn't realize he could dance. So I'm. it's not a generalization. However... Laura, Laura. Yes, sir. Latinos. Oh, we know how to get and, down. And, and, you know, our African-American <laughs> friends, you know, we. And the we, black ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we Not have, just the African-Americans, the black African-Americans, too. Yeah. Right. We've got a little bit of a different rhythm, right? We got everyone's got, their, everyone's got their own rhythm. Right. You know. Um, it's just different. Some, mm-hmm. some rhythms tend to go along with the music more so than others. <laughs> right. Everyone's got their own. Some people are Elaine from Seinfeld, right? Some people are that. It's not that bad. But, George, my style is more of a bar mitzvah style. I will grant you that, okay? Mm. All right? It's it's more of a bar mitzvah. I've had some Jewish boyfriends can get down. Oh, look, see? Yeah, don't put it on religion. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to explain. That can can get down, man. Hey, listen, maybe the bar mitzvah style is getting down. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I had a um, boyfriend named Ari. Woo, he can get in. <laughs> Ari, Ari can jam, huh? Ari got it in. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that is funny. Um, so, so are you going to finish decoding for me so that, so that I can be schooled properly that when LeBron is saying something, I should not be so naive as to think, hey, you know, he really likes basketball, and he got to play all 46 minutes, and he played really well and hard for all that time. And so I just thought that he really liked it, and he was telling his teammates that he likes it and he's having fun. And so can you finish the schooling of, of right. understanding LeBronisms? So I was telling you to Google – LeBron James, Kevin Love, fit in and fit out, right? Right. right. So on February 7, 2015, LeBron tweeted uh, something. Six years ago, right? Yeah. LeBron tweeted, stop trying to fit out in caps and just fit in. Mm -hmm. Be a part of something special, just my thoughts. Mm -hmm. So that came up because Kevin Love, during the preseason, had a quote that said, I'm comfortable not just trying to, I guess, fit in so much. I have uh, had a talk with the guys on the plane ride over to Brazil in the preseason and also at different practices off the floor, and they told me to fit out, just be myself. Right. So that wording is important. That's Mm -hmm. why LeBron used that, and it was kind of a motivational thing. And there was also like an Instagram post after a win against the Lakers where the entire team took like a photo um, and no Kevin Love in the photo, right? And so – it was just LeBron's way of just like sending a message like, yo, 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 you got to be part of this. Like, so, let's go. So so what LeBron said after, because I'm reading this article now, he said originally he denied that yes. it had anything to do with Kevin Love. And he said, quote, it wasn't even about this team. It was just more about people in general. Right. It was a general thought that I had. And obviously, whatever thought I had, people tried to encrypt it and Da Vinci code it and all that stuff. It's just a general thought. That's all that it is. So what I hear you saying then is, is that when he says he's loving all these overtime games and he's working himself into shape. Don't buy it. It's a uh-huh. trap. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, remember in Star Wars? It's a trap. It's a, it's right. A trap. That, that that's, true, what, that's what we're telling Dennis Schroeder. It's a trap. Listen, put it this way. I don't know any athlete in any sport who relishes extra period, 
longer play, um, hotter temperatures, colder temperatures. Like, I don't know anyone like that. Their preference is to make it quick, fast, easy, and be done to a championship. Mm -hmm. They enjoy competition, but what they don't want is all the extra work on their bodies because it takes a lot of work on their bodies just to get there. I don't know any tennis players who says, ooh, I want to win a grand slam with nothing but five setters all the way to the championship. Right, right. No one says that. Okay. Right. Can I, so no one says, I want nothing but overtime games because it, I feel good. Like, right, that, let me, no. Let me, let me throw this one at you, though. You ready? You're a boxer, right? What would you prefer? Would you prefer a first-round knockout, or would you prefer to take your opponent to deep waters? If I'm Mike Tyson, I want that first-round knockout. Okay. That's where he thrived. Because what happened when he went to deep waters? He drowned. <laughs> but 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 there are, there are a lot. Listen, I'm not telling you that that you guys you guys have covered LeBron a lot a long well, time. I mean, I've I, been I, an outside I, observer. But but you're saying that I need to be very careful that whatever LeBron says, I should not accept it at face value. Because I naively said, "Oh, LeBron really likes ball, and uh, he likes winning." And did he you, likes games that go to overtime. Scott, did you really believe that he didn't know they were on a win streak? No, did no, you, no. Did no, you no, really that, believe no, he no, just no. showed up and just played and didn't notice that they were winning or losing? That part of it, I, I definitely <laughs> thought to myself, come on, man. You don't know you've won five straight games? Exactly. So just extend – and to your boxing analogy, and, and George has covered boxing as well as I, boxers go into deep water because that's the best strategy for victory. Right. It's not because they wouldn't want to get a first-round knockout. They just know against this particular opponent, they can't. So the best thing to do is to strategize and to bring them into deep water, break them down with body shots so that they expose themselves so they can try and knock them out in the sixth round or mm -hmm. the seventh round. Mm -hmm. Or take it all the way, man. Just I'm just going to work it the whole way. Listen, I got a couple of buddies of mine who that, – that phrase, deep water, I love that phrase – and, and it was a pro boxer who gave it to me, a former world champion. And I said, so wait, you actually like to go deep into the fight? And you want, yeah, I want to work this guy and work this guy until we get into some really deep waters and I got him into trouble. Um, okay, so what you guys are saying is LeBron is not enjoying the overtime games. That's, that's what you're telling me. I'm telling you his preference is not to go into overtime. Correct. I'm telling you his preference is not to be playing in a game against a 500 team with two minutes left in the fourth quarter. I mean, listen, if they go to overtime against, like, if they were to go to overtime against the Nets, right? KD, right. Kawhi, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, KD, Harden, and Kyrie, right? Like, you know, that's a potential finals matchup. So you kind of expect that could be a possibility. You don't, you don't expect to go three straight games with OKC and Detroit, one of them going <laughs> double overtime, and it being the first time in 30 years, basically, since it happened to the franchise. Still wonder about that, that caller earlier who said something about the lack of energy in the building. I and don't buy that either. Not buying it, huh? Well, the other team doesn't have home crowd either. Yeah, I'm wondering about... <laughs> everybody's playing yeah. when it comes well, to Well, that. listen, let, speaking of that, let's open it back up. We talked earlier, the three areas of concern that we identified for the Lakers. Which one is the most concerning for you, okay? Is it the Lakers seeding, potentially, as we move forward towards the season here or with the season here? Is it LeBron's minutes that we've just been discussing? Is it Anthony Davis's health? Which is the most concerning? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We open up the phones again because Rob Hill from Riverside did not call in in the 20 minutes allotted to him, which means tomorrow's prize at 430. 
will be $540. It also means we've only had three winners, which means only three people are qualifying to win $1,800. So you need to register right now by texting the word MISSION, M-I-S-S-I-O-N, to this number, 40705. So text the word MISSION to 40705. Five. We'll open up the phones for you. Which of those three is the biggest concern? AD's health, LeBron's minutes, or the seating for the Lakers? Plus, obviously, we can discuss last night's affair and just kind of everything that's going on. We got what you need to know. Sedano and LZ and Cap, 710 ESPN.